What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the Steph Curry that recently sold for, I guess, and this is the confu- well, this is the confusing part. So initially, the reports were that Steph Cur- the card sold for five point nine million dollars, which, as you know, the day progressed, that clearly wasn't the case. Uh. I guess it was the first person who I saw tweet about it was Ravel, and his tweet, um, his, well, so I saw, like, a bunch of different people, and, uh, I saw a bunch of different people talking about this card, and I'm gonna look for the Ravel tweet just so I can make sure that, um, uh, make sure I'm giving you all the correct information here of what he said compared to, uh, what some of the other I, I don't know, and I don't want to begrudge anyone for really maybe I, I they potentially misreported the actual sale of the card, but it's like I think that the news seemed like it was potentially given uh given to people incorrectly. So there's a new most expensive. This is what Ravel tweeted. There's a new most expensive modern card. Uh, Alt buys majority of Steph Curry rookie logo man one of one at val- at a valuation of five point eight, which I it's either five point eight or five point nine. I think uh, Alt tweeted out it was five point nine. It doesn't really. It, I mean, it's a hundred thousand dollars, so obviously it matters. But it, I think it's a I think it's five point nine uh, for its fund. It's launching so Alt is a sports card investing company. From the looks of it, I think they. Uh, they're a company that is sort of they. It, I'm a little bit confused about what it is. So it looks like in so like you know if you go to their Twitter page, invest in sports cards just like stocks. I think they're trying to potentially build a platform that you can track your um, that you can track your investments. You can track all the stuff that you're buying. I'm not 100 percent sure if they're building like another marketplace or what exactly it is. But it's so it's owned by the co-founder of Reddit, uh, who is Serena Williams' husband. Uh, his name is Alexis Ohan- oh- Ohanian. I think that's how you pronounce it. But so he is one of the founders of this company. And I, it's, it definitely seems like, because of the fact that Ravel, it seems like they were given, the, Ravel was given the information. Um, and I think... I don't know why they worded it the way that he worded it because if he was given the information, he should have known what the actual facts of the thing is. But I still even am seeing like alt, I think they posted about buying the card and they didn't really, and it's, it's, it's at this point it's, it's called, it's common knowledge that the card didn't actually sell for $5.9 million that it sold for a majority of the card sold for $5.9 million, which I don't even know really what that even means. Like how do, how, how can two entities own the card? Like it, it, that's the kind of the, 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 the I, I want to get into this conversation on this podcast at least is like, how can two different people own the card? Like, especially if you own 50% of the card, like couldn't you, th- in, in theory, I don't know what they're going to do with the evaluation. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with owning the majority in the card. Like, 
in in theory, they're probably either going to eventually buy the other half of it or they're going to break up like they're going to break it up into like we've seen rally how they have shares. So they're gonna break the 51 in which it's they said majority which i think people are assuming that's 51 percent. i don't i guess i don't know if they've come out officially and said it's 51 percent, or if it's like 58 percent or 60 percent, or whatever the majority of the card means if i had to guess it's they're probably using majority so that way it seems like it's more but it's probably if i had to guess it's probably 51 percent realistically just because if it was i don't know 60 percent or 70 percent, it seems like they would just come out with that number and say, now we it's a 70-30 split between the owner of the card. Uh, what I think probably happened was they all wanted to buy the card, and the owner of the card didn't want to sell the card. Uh, so they brokered this deal, obviously, to, to buy whatever the percentage ends up being at $5.9 million. So they spent anywhere from... You know, I, I guess it's probably five point nine divided by two is like two, like twenty eight, two point eight million. So they spent anywhere between two point eight million and probably like three point five, if I had to guess, just based on uh, they, they use the term majority. So that's probably what they spent on the card. I guess you know I'm just interested to see what their. I I don't know if they have really come out like they've reported about the news, but it seems like it seems like things are changing so quickly that like people like because I posted about this on TikTok and people are like, oh, this is a huge scam. And I mean, I know it's not a scam. So like I, I understand that companies like this, this is probably something that more cards are going to be moving towards. I wouldn't be surprised because. You know the per like for example the person who bought Luca who bought the Luca card the one of one for I think four point two or four I think it was four point two million dollars like buying that card straight up is is ideally what you would want to do most likely but like if you want to buy into the card but the person doesn't want to sell the card because they believe that they believe that the card right now it's four point eight four point two but in I don't know what five ten years it's going to be like a seven or eight million dollar card. That person's going to look at it and say, "Well, maybe we split the difference between what I want to still own and what you will own," um, and we see what see what happens. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if if this card starts to, which it's a one of one, so it's setting the market essentially, and that's kind of the one thing about these one of ones. It's that you're you're not really getting. There's no true way to determine the value of the card because it, the value of a one of one is only what someone will pay for it. So I don't really know what their goals were buying this card, um, especially buying 50% or more than 50% because it's like you it's not like you're buying multiple cards or it's not like you bought m multiple shares, which I guess, you know, in theory, maybe they will do. Maybe, like, if they get to a point where their 51% is now, uh, it's it's now 25 or 30% more than what they paid for it, maybe they, maybe they break the card down even more, which, like I said, I don't, I think the one thing that I'm most confused about with fractional ownership is that the a card's value 
Like it's it's a much different than like the stock market and Bitcoin from this standpoint. It's like the value of the card is what someone is willing to pay for that said for said card. So it's like how can you how can you how can a sh- how can the shares of a card be in go up or be inflated if the card itself isn't being sold? I guess you could look at it and say, well, in, in theory, if the card was ever sold, you could sell it at that point for however much over or how much however much under the original buying price was. But it's like, and I. Like I said, I hope that it's it stays with more high end stuff. Like I get nervous when we start talking about like Luca Prism Base being fractionally owned, which I don't necessarily think is something that's in the works. But like I just get nervous when we start talking modern stuff is getting fractionalized because like I just don't because if somebody you know somebody could look at that card. I just it's if 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 this Luca you know it would have to be like a set of ten. I don't think you could be like I don't think you'd be able to fractionalize a single card that's from like a 2018 and forward. Um, I I just don't see how that would be realistic. Like I think Rally is doing a Larry Bird uh, 1981 PSA 10, which is his second year, which is his, it's his first only uh, singular player card because his actual rookie is from the year before 1980 where he's on the Magic Johnson Julius Irving card that has like the triple card um, that's from his rookie year and then from the year from the second year has the first singular card so like I think they're doing like 30 um, 30 dollars a share for that card but that's obviously that card's in like the like tens of thousands of dollars so it's like I think that I don't know, you know, and I don't even know at what point do do Tops or Panini step in and say this is what you're allowed to do with these cards because I don't know. I just think there's so many different scenarios in my opinion with the fractional ownership of all of these cards that like I just I don't know. I just don't even know what the possi- like I think the possibilities are realistically endless. Like I don't think they're I think there are going to be a billion different ways that people can invest or they can buy into sports cards. And I think that's a good thing. I also think it's as we continue to move forward and people are using kind of a first mover advantage on some of these newer technologies, I think people are going to lose money potentially because they're going to buy into something that doesn't – the concept of itself, the concept of the of the card that's being bought or the concept of whatever within the card is unproven. Um, so this is like, and I don't necessarily think that this is unproven. Like we saw with the Babe Ruth card. And again, this is the second time this has happened where it's been reported that this card sold for a certain amount. And then it comes out that actually, actually it wasn't by one of these companies like collectible, I think was the one that bought the Babe bought the, bought the percentage of the Babe Ruth card at the $6 million valuation. And now we're seeing this Steph Curry, which I think this card itself is like a modern day holy grail. Like it's it's from, you know, an era where there aren't like if you look at how many Steph Curry rookies there are, I mean, there's probably 10 to 15 where like nowadays, obviously, there's hundreds of different variations of rookies. So it's like it's from an era where it was past the junk wax era, like in that mid 2000s area. And it was and it was actually in this in a in a period of time where the next few years things got a little bit murky with like what the rookie card is and like which company owns the rights to the rookie cards and like top stopped making them so it's 
from definitely a very interesting area. And, like, I think that, the, you know, I, I didn't even realize that card existed. Like, I think I knew about the, like, exquisite, and I knew about his tops rookie and his, like, Panini stuff, but I didn't even realize that there was, like, a National Treasures Steph Curry that could sell, uh, like, of this value. And, like I said, I just get... I don't know what the possibilities are of cards when it comes to fractional ownership and how cards are going to buy and sell and all this kind of stuff. I just, I don't necessarily love how, I don't necessarily love how the news was broken, if I'm going to be completely honest, because, and it's not the, it's not everyone, it's, it's, I think it's honestly, it's, it's up to alt to, to come out with the correct news. Like, Alt should have been the one reporting about this, it, it, but instead they gave it to Darren Ravel, which I don't. Nec- I don't know if Darren. I don't think he did this, but he they were he reported it. He was the first to report about it, and he reported about it not very, um, not very specific. Uh, I'm trying to think of the wording. Like he reported, it's not that he reported it incorrectly, but he didn't report it in a way that it made sense to everybody. Because when he talked, when he talked about it. Everyone else just thought that it was the most expensive card of all time that sold. Everyone just thought that the that Alt bought the card for fifty for for five point nine million dollars, and it almost seems like I wish that Alt had come out with a statement. Which, granted, it's the, it's the internet, so like the flashy kind of uh, hot takes, sort of that kind of stuff, like the like the flashy headlines is what's getting a lot of you know. There's probably a lot of people who didn't know what Alt was before this before this card and now they do and you know it may not even be necessarily that they view the company poorly because they didn't report they didn't report it correctly like literally everybody was everybody said that they bought that all bought the card for 5.9 million dollars so like if everyone is saying that a certain thing happened like who it's it's i don't think it's anyone's fault necessarily but it's like it should be report like these as we go farther and farther into sports cards, and as as sports cards become more and more into pop culture, like I just wish that we would, uh, I wish that things would seem less scammy. If I'm going to be completely honest here, like I wish that you know I could go on TikTok and talk about this card and not get like ten to fifteen comments of people being like, "This is a scam," or like people being like, "No, it was reported incorrectly," which. I, you know, and it's not necessarily that I wanted to wait. Like, I probably would have posted something about it more recently. But, you know, it's, it, I usually am posting stuff, like, on TikTok or um, on Instagram later on, like, in the afternoon. So, I, you know, I, I was able to wait on the wait on it and get all the correct information. And then I think my I don't necessarily think my post was the most 100% correct about it, but like I think the post that I put out was like fairly accurate on what actually happened, which it if you're new into sports cards or you're new into any of this type of stuff, it doesn't really make much sense. It doesn't the the owning of a fifth, the 50% ownership of something doesn't really make sense in my opinion to a lot of people who aren't in sports cards and aren't realize who aren't maybe futurists when it comes to and I, I don't know if that's a term or not but like people who are looking at what sports cards are going to look like in 10 years like I think this makes a lot of sense for 10 years from now it's just like it's almost pioneering this new type of investing and I just don't know maybe that was the goal like if because if you look at like um Alexis he 
he built he was one of the co-founders of Reddit. So like look at look at what Reddit did and that's the same kind of mind and concept and person who is doing this with alt. So it's like I trust that I think he knows what he's doing when it comes to this type of stuff because Reddit is in my opinion it's probably one of the best websites and it's 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 one of the websites that I think is built the best because I think it's how I believe the internet should work. Like I think I've talked about this on other episodes. Like I like Reddit a lot because everybody you can have multiple accounts, sure, but like your account, all of your history of your account is all together. All of your comments, all of your posts, all the things that you like, it's all together. And I think that's eventually how the internet is going to work. And I think eventually everybody has like one universal internet profile. And sure, you can have multiple different Twitter accounts, you can have multiple different Instagram accounts, but you, you're going to have one internet account that essentially connects all of those other accounts into this one account. Like the, and I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's a government thing or what it ends up being, but it's like in my in my mind, I see the internet going towards more transparency, like I've talked about. So it's like you can have multiple Twitter accounts, but your internet profile is going to be linked to all of your accounts. Like somebody will be able to go to Adam Palmer's internet account and see Heroes for Sale. They'll be able to see uh, Heroes for Sale. They'll be able to see. A Palmer Designs. They'll be able to see my stuff on Reddit. They'll be able to see the stuff on Twitter. They'll be able to see everything that's been done or is being done on the internet. So, and that's how that's kind of how Reddit works. So I look at that and I say, well, I think Alexis knows what he's doing when it comes to how the internet is going to work. Um, and that could, could just be a uh, that could be something that's just in my opinion. But at the same time, I think that's how things are going to work. So like I. I trust that whatever his plan is is going to be is going to not uh, be a scam. I guess if that makes sense, like because I just think it, it is kind of crazy if you look at if you look at what's going on with the card. It does seem very strange. Like like people are you're buying half a card. Like people don't understand it, but it's like I think the like the way that something like that, especially that where there's only one of them. I think we're seeing more and more companies buying these types of assets and they're going to sell them as individual shares or all that kind of stuff. But like I said, I just wish that they had come out and I wish that Alt had put out some sort of press release like not given the not given the information to Darren Ravel to then interpret and write an article and then put out a headline and then let everybody and then and then they didn't really put out any type of statement saying like hey this is what's going on or this is exactly what happened which it's they don't necessarily have to and that's kind of another point like i just wish they had like i wish it had been better explained by them of like what exactly happened because i think everybody interpreted that headline as this steph curry card sold for 5.9 million dollars when that's not really the case and i mean that's kind of that's kind of my thoughts on the card. I like, uh, you know, seeing these headlines, seeing more people talk about sports cards. Obviously, you know, ball is life. You know, you had a bunch of different articles that were written about the card. It's all good. But I just, I just think that I also think that the articles that are being written in those, in those things, like they're not the, the ball is life people. They're not sports card people. So they don't know. They don't know what it means to sell 50, to sell a majority of a card. Like they just are assuming that that's, 
this card just sold. Like they don't know the difference. So it's like you're you're having somebody who doesn't know the difference write about something and telling other people who don't know the difference. So it's like there's almost two layers to there's almost two layers to it being confusing and why I wish the information had been reported correctly at first, which, you know, I don't think Ravel purposely put it out that way, but I think if I, if I, you know, knowing, thinking that I know Ravel and the way that I think he does stuff on the internet, he may have understood the information and he may have put it out in a certain way to, I don't know, to, to not necessarily confuse people, but to get the headlines and, or maybe he didn't understand it. I don't know. Cause it's like I said, it's kind of confusing. I don't know, but that's basically all I've got for this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you go follow on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Thank you, everyone. I will see you in the next episode.